Geek Tank Radio on 98.1 The Max. Welcome, everyone. We are the Geek Patrol, and our microphones don't have a stun setting. Today, we're joining you from an orc wedding. So I guess it's traditional after the ceremony, they cook and serve the best man for the reception. I mean, uh, they... <laughs> Tenderized. <laughs> I'm just wondering about the practical necessity of marriages in orc culture because I thought they're made from the ground, not I'm a you know not the stork story. You no, know? no, no, no. You, you, we're World of Warcraft now, dude. We, we left uh, Tolkien behind. Orcs have lives too, Max. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've heard of roasting at the ceremony. And, oh, but yeah, I, yeah. They're really taking it literally here. So, but. Um, in any case, welcome to, uh, I'm not even looking at Brandon. I doubt, on these occasions, I don't even look sideways. I don't want to know. Oh, yeah, y'all don't want to talk about my food story, but you want to talk about roasting no. people at a someone pass okay. the man See, flesh for me. The situation here is, is the fact that if we were to do a true, pure geek show, both Max and Joe would have to stay at home. Probably. <laughs> so welcome Stop making one. up funny things that you know nothing about, Joe. <laughs> okay. I, I watched Lord of the Rings. Those guys. You know, Orcs don't marry. That's what I was just telling Joe. <laughs> All right. We, we've really. Oh, wrong movies. Beating this gag into movies. the ground. Welcome to. You uh, beat this gag into the ground the moment you wrote it down. Okay. Welcome to uh, Geek Tank Radio, everybody. <laughs> I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and our buddy Max over there behind the glass. And, uh, you know, I mean, okay, if we're going to get absolutely technical, maybe they don't marry, but we don't know that. <laughs> no, I mean, no, we know that. Okay. Alan was there when they were still a species. Oh. Okay. Hey, one thing we do know is that the uh, Bad Batch uh, wrapped up, and it's funny. I I said, hey, Brandon, the Bad Batch finale, and he... I was like, it's garbage. I'm like, what? You, what? It's what? like, what? look, look. In, you in and a, I have been... In a day and age, in a day and age when, uh, you know, at the drop of a hat, all these major streaming services are canceling things that are very popular, why are you going to leave me with that much of a cliffhanger? Okay. Everything was left up in the air. It, they did leave a lot on the table. So it's like but, they resolved nothing. But uh, uh, Brandon, what it what it made me realize because uh, you know we're what well, we only got about three episodes left of the Mandalorian, and it made me realize that hey, I can now I can finally after what three or four years uh, take a break from my subscription for Disney Plus. Don't, I don't let the mouse hear you. I don't really care about much. Okay, much so else here's the reason why you don't want to do that. <laughs> Right now, you are actually grandfathered into a really good price range. Uh, uh, there is a price hike coming this summer that will almost double it if you do not already subscribe. Um, so, you know, so however you want to I'm not going to play their game. I'm not going to let them strong arm me into watching yeah, stuff you that are. I don't care about. <laughs> For one thing, okay, anyway, so I, I, we may, we may uh, circle back on that, but... Uh, I don't know much else that I care about that's coming up. So how can it be cheaper to pay nothing versus in no a no year all right, or so, right. so, so let so let's say that you know all right, let's just do this you, now. all right you pay, you pay nothing <laughs> okay. you, 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 you have canceled yeah. you have canceled your subscription are you a monthly subscriber yes actually that's the dumbest thing you could have done to begin with I th uh, well I don't know actually I, I think I am because if you're a monthly subscriber you are paying about twenty five percent more than I am anyway okay because I'm a yearly subscriber too. all right. That, you know, you basically only, you, you only pay for like nine and a half months when you do the yearly subscription. You get it the whole year, but, you know, money-wise. Okay, if you break uh, it down. Right. So, here's the thing. When they, when, when they are now at that point where if you cancel, unless you re-up uh, re on your subscription within, uh, I think it's like 30 days. It may be less than that at this point with some of them. You have to get the new price. And those prices are going up everywhere. 
How much but, could they actually go up? There? What if it's five bucks more? You know, big deal. Uh, yeah, you're still. I mean, that's still well, five that's bucks five more. More bucks all right, per all right, person. Okay, but all if right, I take well, let's, four let's, months let's, off and don't watch anything, all right. So you say you saved you, you saved your four you know your four months worth. Okay. You decide. Oh man. All right. I really want to watch this. I, I really want to watch Secret Invasion. I really want to watch. You know. Uh, you know, Loki season two. I really want to watch the next season of Mandalorian. Oh, look, Bad Batch is here. We got all this. And then you're on another you know, set, and you're like, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and re-up it. But now you're paying about 25 to 30% more per month to do to do that. And then they get you on this, you know, the whole deal. And you're like, all right, I'm going to get rid of this. There is so much more to Disney Plus right now than just your Marvel and your super, you know, superheroes, your uh, Star Wars stuff that is amazing. Like, renovations is one of the things that I would have figured you'd be into because you're a contractor. Wait, what is that? I Jeremy Renner, that Jeremy Renner's show that he filmed before his accident, he basically bought, bought all these buses that were being liquidated. And he is, they are converting these buses and taking them to the places around the world where kids need certain things. They, one of them, they turn into a water filtration. It's a lot of DIY kind of stuff. And he's working with genuine contractors to create these buses that are actually functional for the rest of you know society, is he there swinging a hammer too? Yes, or? he is. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. know that about Jeremy Renner. So. Oh, dude. Okay, so he's a, he works with tools, right, right, so. right. Okay, uh, you know, if you you know you get the uh, what is it the National Geographic stuff. Some, some of those of that, are really some good. of that stuff is yeah. really awesome. Some of that stuff is like, why did you put this on film? But right. a lot of it's really awesome. Yeah, you know. Are you, are you getting money? Are you getting a kickback from Disney Plus, no, Brandon? No, I mean, what, no, but you're I, giving me the hard sell. But here's the thing about Disney Plus okay. that I'm going to keep on going with is that it's the fact that it allows me to not have to go to the theater to watch Marvel films now that I'm surrounded by horrible people half the time when I go to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you, you just Alan just perked up with that one. Yeah. So, no, yeah. I'm just kind of my my opinion of theaters. So. Okay, but but Brandon, you and I before the pandemic were. We, we were always going, you know, right, we, right. we looked forward but here's to these the thing. movie releases. Even, even then, we had certain times where, you know, the, the audience was a little over-exuberant or just completely rude. Okay. And, but we could get through them at that point because of the fact that we're, but we are in a different society now. And it's more along the lines of the fact that people decided they didn't have to be courteous or nice to anyone around them. And they've kept that going. They haven't reverted back. You can see it in traffic you can see it in how people talk to each other out on the street and everything else so the theater experience has you know kind of gone downhill for me i i literally when i see that a movie's coming out that i'm really interested in i check on the thursday before the official release date to see if they're doing a 3 p.m show most people are still at work or you know just getting out of school yeah i can go i can watch the movie i can enjoy it well, that's and, the hardcore fans because they got to be there first. So, well, no, that's the thing. Though, behave, most right? of them aren't there. They don't. They wait until prime time. Oh, well, I'm who's there, there? I'm there with older people who want to go see a movie <laughs> without it being, uh, you know, ridiculous. I okay. saw Joker that way. It was me and like about 15 other people and one incel in the back going, you know, they gave this to this me, so we don't have to be around the real people. I mean, he literally was saying that. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. We'll discuss it off the air. We, we don't need to keep, you know, <laughs> discussing it here. But anyway, uh, we'll do that. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Geek Tank Radio on 98.1 The Max. Pee Wee Herman burned Max the Producer's fan letters. The Geek Patrol is back. I could still hear it. <laughs> a heartbreaking moment for you, wasn't it, Max? Uh, okay. It was humbling. 
Okay. Yeah, he doesn't want to hear from you. <sighs> anyway, okay. welcome back to... Uh, I'm a bit too enthusiastic we, about him. And, the, yeah. the, 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 I, I'm sorry, i got to move on. I can't say a thing. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> move forward, Joe. Okay. Welcome back to uh, Geek Tank Radio, everybody. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and the very dejected Max, the producer. And uh, we told you we have new You didn't rejoiners. say behind the glass. Behind the glass, we have uh, we have new Ooh. rejoiners. We got a lot of them. Yeah. He doesn't have to say your last name. Okay. Um, so uh, we didn't even tease this. We got too wrapped up in, in this debate with Disney+. Plus. Brandon is trying through some twisted mathematical Joe, equations to Joe, tell me I've I been- shouldn't. I've been homeless for three months. I kept my subscription going. Okay. Well, I, I'm i at a point, once The Mandalorian is over, I really don't care much about what else is coming with Disney+, Plus. at least for a while. I'm like, why can't I cancel my subscription and I mean, you you know, can. re-up it I'm when just maybe, telling you why it's smart not to. When The Bad Batch Season 3 comes out mm-hmm. or, or, the, or the next season of Andor or something. But um, anyway, we'll we'll move on from that. But you guys, uh, we didn't tease oh, this. Oh, okay. That's that's what? the next thing coming. Uh, series premiere June 21st, Secret Invasion. Yeah, I don't care. I'm just like, You don't care about Scrolls? Yeah, you will. will. I don't care. I just I'll... want you guys to realize that you're the host of your premier geek uh, pop culture show in Memphis <laughs> doesn't care about Secret Invasion. Well, Remember Brandon, that we, when you send the hate mail. We have reached a point in, in he geekdom. He doesn't like Sam Jackson. No, we've reached a point in geekdom <laughs> where we have so much that y- it used to be in the old days, we would take any crumbs, we would take anything they threw at us because yeah. it was such a novelty. I mean, when the, right. you know, now we've got so much, we can be more selective. So just because a new Marvel movie comes out, I don't have to turn it's, cartwheels. And it's it, it's, it's got to hold it's up. It's chapter 27. And when you don't watch it and you're like, I don't understand this in chapter 28. Well, that was your fault. Well, you'll fill me in, so. No, I won't. Okay. <laughs> hey, Not without payment. Uh, one thing that dropped, and, you know, we don't we don't see this often enough. Mm. Well, it's it's always hard to do something new, but, Max, you you uh, showed me a clip of uh, a new trailer for uh, An Netflix, anime. right? So and what is for it? fans of Mystery Science Theater 3000, you'll get to see the resurrection of your beloved Gamera. Oh, yeah. Wait, in animated form. In animated form. Okay, Max, when you showed me this video, though, I was, I, I only, I, this thing was two minutes long. It was almost a minute too long. It was hard to look at. It was a very, what what kind of animation is this? It, was, it looks very 3D animation. I told, I was saying before that it's like Trigun Stampede, but a little less clean in terms of the style because it, I believe it is 3D animated, but I could be completely wrong. It's new. It's cool. I mean, what do you, do you guys like that style? I find it. Interesting, but I don't I, know how much I. Can, well, I I'm actually, I'm actually watching it right now. You know what it reminds me of? What? It, it cleaned up heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. From the seventies. Well, eighties. That was yes. that rotoscope stuff, right? Yeah, and um, I would say that this is probably, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be hard to watch. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's going to give you migraines. Well, I'm going to binge a, it. A, a reverse saber-toothed turtle that shoots flame out of his orifices. Well, no, no, know, no, no. That's know. the so, good part. You know, I mean, and the good news is it's not just a movie. It's a six-part anime series yep. about five various kaiju that are threatening the world that Gamera will destroy. See, this is one of the reasons why I keep thinking we should mute Max. He says the good. this is a good thing. Okay. <laughs> I got to watch six of these anime. Well, here's what I'm... I, I, this is going to hurt my eyes so I don't, I don't like to make a blanket statements, yeah. but I'm going to make a blanket statement. I will say this. My experience with anime is that anime in the... Uh, I don't know. The uh, Japanese writers, I think, do a better job of fleshing out characters and making us care about them than, than some other, you know, 
writers yeah. here in America. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Anime, I mean. say what you want. If you're not familiar with anime, there are some where you're 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 looking at the premise like Attack yeah. on Titan. You're like, this is the goofiest thing I've ever seen. Wait. And yet when you watch it, you come become completely invested in these characters. You 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 get engrossed in it. It's very emotional. And I think they do a really good job with that. So. I completely agree with you on on that, but I'm having a hard time listening to that coming out of your your mouth. What wait. <laughs> About? Because you're I the guy who always complains Titan. about the ex exposition episodes on everything else. Um, they they <laughs> do it in a way that's people. more organic. He wants things shot and blown up. <laughs> but if and they're cartoons, anime, he's all excited about the scene where the no, bunny just, went across the. Field. We're just we're just I giving think... you grief because they're in the history of this show. When you complain about things that we love, it's usually the 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 character growth. <laughs> okay, okay, Max, you you've seen this in in Attack on Titan. It's not some big speech that somebody gives it's the visuals and it's like the it's it's they they what is it they tell don't well they show i mean they, they show they don't show tell. they don't tell what you have there is the tenderness of a warrior right. kind of thing left over from the samurai thing where after the really big battle and all that kind of stuff then the big hero suddenly stops and stands up the little old lady's mailbox or something does right. something totally redeeming mm -hmm. no matter what horrible thing they just had to commit and then they amble off down the road without being thanked or whatever so i mean you have these wonderful visual key points that aren't necessarily spelled out for the american audience but not only that also when there are moments where it's talking a lot of it is within the character's head yeah. But well, but yeah, here's, but here's the thing yeah, inner, inner that's monologues. not what i'm talking about okay i'm talking about the case study that is you Mm -hmm. This isn't about me. This oh, is about it's anime. All, so. This is about Gamera. It's like, yeah. I don't know if you've realized this, Joe, but it's all about you. Okay, speaking of Gamera, <laughs> let's circle back because, Max, Gamera, okay, Gamera is a hero, right? I mean, to an extent, you could say. Sort of. He just well, causes a lot of damage. Well, there's quite a few monsters in this in this new upcoming uh, trailer. Yeah, so he's a protector. I, I thought he's protecting. I mean, because... What, what's that song they sing? Everybody loves Gamera. Gamera is really sweet. Gamera is full of meat. We all love hey, hey, Gamera. Hey, 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 hey. Eight seconds. That's all you get, Max. Okay, so... You work in radio. You know the job. Did we even... Hey, I'm the one who gets to mute your mic. Did we even say when it's coming on? It's um, sometime in 2023. I'm a date uncertain. Well, see, this is the stuff we need. New stuff. New uh, Gamera animated and in a new animation style. This is the stuff I can sink my teeth into, you know. Uh, not the cookie cutter Marvel stuff that we're that we're getting these days. So I mean, well, sorry. Sorry. just re just remember this though, this isn't anime. This is Netflix. Uh, it looks pretty anime to me, man. Ju that's just the style. Okay, it is directed by someone though who is Japanese. Yeah. Uh, his name is Shusuke Kaneko. Okay. Well, I, I think well, it's that was a cool. broad brush. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> He's the one who's um, a directed Death Note just for fun. Um, oh, thing, Joe. oh I'm sold. Okay, okay, there you go. Okay. Uh, you had me at Death yeah. Note. This is Geek Tank Radio. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Geek Tank Radio on 98.1 The Max. I'd like to see artificial intelligence replace this. The Geek Patrol is back. You know, I I can stand behind that. We there's no artificial intelligence in this in this production, um, and 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 questionable intelligence as well. <laughs> uh, well, some of us are part artificial, so I'm good. That's true. Welcome back to uh, everybody. This is Geek Wayne. Welcome back to Geek. He Tank doesn't Radio, know where we're everybody. at. 
I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and our buddy Max over there behind the glass. And, uh, you know, I haven't teased much this show because um, you don't, it's pointless. I've learned pointless. that uh, <laughs> if you want the, the Geek Tank experience, just stay tuned because it, it's a very organic show. Mm. Overly organic yeah. in some cases. So Yeah, but however, if they really have the urge and they want to find out what we're like in the past, okay. they can just pop over to geektankradio.com and they can enjoy us around the world. And I'd like to give a little shout out to New Zealand and Norway. Okay. We got got international followers all over the place. And hello to the Philippines. You guys just showed up a couple of weeks ago. Um, absolutely. So and and you guys, you know, we 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 kept it low-key. I don't know why we didn't kick the show off with it. But this weekend, we are celebrating eight years of Geek Tank Radio. We launched April 4th, wow. uh, 2015. So this is basically I was it. gonna bring that up if you didn't. So, okay. Yeah. So, uh, happy anniversary, you guys. Who, eight years of this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that, folks. Yeah. And, and on different platforms. So, that's a fun thing, too. Get on, like, uh, yeah. some of these different platforms and track down some of the really old stuff. <laughs> uh, some, some of the characters that have made appearances back in the day. Yeah. Mm, Maybe yeah. they need to come back. No. I miss old Dr. Judge Mentor. So, nope. But, okay. <laughs> hey, uh, you got, but happy anniversary, you guys. We're still we're still kicking. Eight years. Eight years. Hard to believe. Eight years of this this. This stuff. So. It's about how we define kicking. I, okay. What? <laughs> he hasn't seen us out, out on remotes. We kick people a lot. Oh yeah, that's true. Hey, you guys. Uh, speaking of kicking it, uh, the Bad Batch uh, finale happened in old tech. Uh, spoiler, folks. We're dealing with. Yeah, spoilers. we're we dealing spoilers. <laughs> okay, I was a little surprised. Uh, okay, in fairness. Early into the season, I was complaining that there are too many of these uh, shenanigans episodes, right. we might call them. And some of them, I have to admit, didn't really pay off. They went on all these journeys, and I'm like, okay, well, in the finale, it's all going to pay off. And they, they really didn't. However, I thought they were picking up steam near the end when they were, you know, when was, we were dealing with episodes with Crosshair and all this. Like, but All right, from, from that moment where Crosshair finally had had enough, and he shot that, finally, imperial, yeah. that Imperial officer. Right. From there on, it's like, all I can, it's like I'm like I'm I'm jazz. I'm like yeah, this is gonna be great. We get a couple more shenanigan episodes, but everything else is falling into line with a storyline that's should have been an overarching storyline from the get go of season two. Yeah, but it took it a while to get started, and then they just ended. Well, you talk about a cliffhanger. I mean, there's mm. no doubt there's like there's 27 a cliffhangers now, right? in a 22 minute show. And uh, spoiler, okay, Tech. It, I have to say he might be my favorite of the Bad Batch just Was. because. He always gets the job done. He's always calm and cool. He, I don't know. He always takes care of business, and he doesn't get overly emotional. But uh, he's he's gone. He sacrificed. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, but I don't think he's dead. I mean, come on. This is he fell basically into the fog from a great height. Well. They have grappling hooks. They have all sorts oh, no, of things. Oh, no, he's not dead. Well, I mean, he... You know. That's, cut, that's the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner trick. He, he, you know he's down there somewhere. Well, he cut his grappling hook. That was That's the problem. Don't they have a secondary... Not when so. you have a train coming down on top of you. Um, I mean, he went out heroically, and I liked... His one thing that he said, though, he goes, when did we ever follow orders or something yeah. like that? So it, it, it was kind of interesting because you, you, you don't think of him as... You, you think of him as a very, you know... Yeah. Button down, formal. Guy I mean, and and, he, he, and and that's the thing is, he's like, well, since when do we ever follow orders? But at the same time, he just said, enact Plan Ninety Nine, which is to sacrifice yourself for the mission. Is that what? So we don't know all the dynamics of. Plan, know, maybe it's. But I think you kind. Of, I think at this point, 
we you know we've seen the guys you know crosshair is off on his thing for the empire we've got the you know the batch you know they never as much as you think they're in danger you haven't seen anybody go out and if you want to keep this you know as realistic to the grittiness of war somebody had to go eventually i thought it was going to be echo I just. I thought, thought of it was going to be Echo. Okay, I just thought of something. Okay, well, this is a speculation. What if Order ninety nine is what it really is? Is I'm going to fake my death and I'm going to infiltrate secretly or something, and so he's off on a mission, and Hunter can't say anything because you know, or uh, Omega's got a big mouth. She'll you, let it slip. That you he, uh, you are now talking like one of those conspiracy <laughs> theorists on the internet. No, he's talking like people who are in the five stages of grief. <laughs> and he's definitely in denial. Well, I don't think he's. De- I don't want him to be dead. I'm glad though that they didn't do one of these things where, like, they did uh, when they when I'm, they said, "Oh, Chewbacca has been shot down," and then five minutes later he's fine. Like yeah. that would have well, taken the weight of it away. So well, I'm glad they didn't here, do that. Here's here's the thing we have to think about on this one is that um, there's no record of any of Clone Force ninety nine later on. So more than likely before, sometime between now and New Hope, they're all dead. No record, but that's okay. All right, but what about the big other bombshell? What's that doctor? Or she's I don't know if she's a doctor or a technician, but she says I'm your I'm your sister yeah. to Omega. Well, that's that means she's brothers with that, and she's a clone. And right. Well, that's that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Brandon, what do no, you know no, about I'm, that? Uh, what we know about <laughs> it is is I I figured that out the moment she uh, showed up and spoke to Crosshair in a grown up Omega voice. Uh, I didn't. It was you obvious when when she you? was protective of Crosshair and said, "Don't do this. You're not going to be able to get out." An actual m- medical technician wouldn't have cared. Well, see, she, I wondered about there. that. She was very protective of Crosshair, and I was like, "She's a clone," and it, you you just start picking up on her mannerisms and everything else, and the fact that she sounds like a grown up version of Omega. Okay, does the Empire know she's a clone? I am guaranteeing they do not. She was pretty cavalier with it. Okay. Um, I mean, she's she's very trusting of Omega to give her that information. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's a whole new well, she, dynamic now. Because and you know, she's going to protect Omega because of the fact that you know, the same way she would have protected Crosshair, but she's also going to have that almost, you know, familial. I'm not going to say maternal instinct, huh? But you know, she's going to protect the child. Well, the same way Hunter does. I feel bad. What's her name? Why can't I remember her name? It's a- <laughs> <laughs> because it was very quick and impressive. I thought it was like Scree or something. Okay. Because there was something about her, even like you said, I, I'm like, okay, this. there's something different about this character. She wasn't just your, you know, typical, uh, you know, whatever. Although I will say this, the Empire's characters aren't always just uh, complete villains. Some of them have qualities that you're like, yeah. okay, they're actually sort of likable yeah they should do that in andor yeah so all right well uh there's more to discuss and we're not teasing anything so stay tuned here on geek tank radio you're listening to geek tank radio on 98 one the max freddy krueger has nightmares about them the geek patrol is back that's brandon's fault i told you leave the guy alone no no you're always antagonizing it's gotta happen okay uh, welcome back to uh, Tank there's Radio, a, everybody. There's a story there that we'll have to record for one of our bonus materials someday. Okay, yeah, you don't want to know too much. I mean, Brandon's, you and your wife, when you when you want to take a little vacation, you go to some abandoned cabin in the woods in it's the middle not, of fall. They're not abandoned. I nobody does that, Brandon. And then you watch, you sit around and watch horror movies on. The I do. She sits on the porch and reads. You guys are weird. 
Anyway, welcome back. To yeah, the- yeah. I want you guys to realize Joe thinks you readers are re- weird. Remember who the hate mail goes to. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and our buddy Max over there behind the glass. And uh, we're, it's sort of a mixed bag today. You bringing up horror just makes me want to talk about Scream 6, but none of y'all have seen it, so it sucks. Um, Brandon, <laughs> no, sorry. No, the movie doesn't. The movie's amazing. It's yeah. very violent. Joe couldn't I, I, I've heard it's I can't watch that stuff. Yep. But hey, uh, you know, we've we've said that I, I think my, my new impulse is going to be to under-tease and not, you know, just lay out the whole what we're discussing on Geek Tang because things always grow organically. And, and off it, the air, you, Brandon, you dropped a bombshell <laughs> that, that I want to react to. Okay. Okay. So basically we were discussing the Bad Batch and also my inclination. Now, once the Mandalorian season uh, three is over in a few weeks, I'm thinking of suspending my Disney right. Plus um, uh, subscription see, because see I just don't really it. care. Huh? I know. I know. Hulu used to have a way to pause. Disney Plus might have a way to pause. Maybe I'll pause. Whatever. I don't. I, I, because that'll keep you in that price range. It's more of a moral thing. It's like I don't feel. I, I don't want to feel like I have to give Disney my money. I don't know. There's something about it. <laughs> What's your option? Well, no, no. You don't have to give Disney your money. I just there's so much beyond what just new Marvel and Star Wars thing came out on Disney Plus that is just fun to watch well here's the thing though and i'm like we were talking about the bad batch and the bad batch ended with like we said i mean literally like 10 or 15 massive cliffhanger cliffhanger they didn't they didn't even give you any they just boom cut it off the episode's over and now we've got to wait for season three well you said it's not necessary they they may not necessarily have a season three i'm like come on they have to do no there's no how could they? That, there would be so much well, outrage well, no. if they did. No, that, no, no. So. I agree. But if you have paid any attention to the streaming giants lately, they don't care if they outrage you. Well, I mean, the thing about it. Well, I mean, I guess so, the, the so, easiest one to look at was Fantastic Beast was supposed to be a five part thing, and apparently it's dead. It looks like they did three. It it lost money and it's over. Right. So it is. It isn't yeah. unheard of that they could but just cancel stuff. They it's, have. It's done, true. But with a Disney Plus thing. Well, the problem is, gonna... is that your your ma- your major streaming uh, services are cutting costs left and right. Okay. Right now, they're canceling shows that were already renewed. They are. Yeah. Uh, they're shelving things. You were seeing things that were guaranteed. Like we, you know, the Cape Crusader was a guaranteed show on HBO Max. It is now going to Amazon because HBO said no. Mm. Yeah, Warner said, uh-uh. uh Okay, but it costs that's a too show much. that they haven't made yet. This right. isn't the middle of a, of but, a story. But if you paid attention to anything in streaming, uh, like uh, there was a handful of shows just recently that were already renewed for a third season on a streamer that got, they go, well, you know what? We're not going to do it and have left them on cliffhangers. You know, we've and some of those are Disney shows. There's a weird future out there because we we were talking about it too with like a, HBO Max. They they cut a bunch of expenses mm-hmm. and they 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 are giving every indication of a company that is that is trimming their expenses and they're getting ready to sell at some point. And there may be companies that merge, and it's like the, the landscape may look totally different in two or three years. We we don't know. I mean, I, I think you just hit it. The yeah. landscape. I don't know about mergers. But the landscape is going to be completely different because you still have a lot of upstarts out there. You still have all of the internet-based television networks like Roku Mm -hmm. that are bringing on channel after channel after channel. You have other upstarts coming into the market. You've got a lot of... You got a lot of shows that... Uh, you know, and we hear the word the algorithm all the time. Yeah. That 
they they have the kind of like the insurance company tries to predict when you're going to die. They have all of these things put into what does the show cost? Yeah. How many people are in it? How well is the star doing? Is the bubble? You know, they have all these factors, and they've dumped quite a few shows that. You know, you, you and, look at them and go, why would you get rid of something that's making money? And it's yeah. not just shows. I mean, we're seeing people, higher up people who are, like, in charge of stuff. Like, uh, Victoria Alonso, uh, Disney cut ties yes. with her. She was number two at Marvel. They just, you know, they cut ties with her because she broke her non-compete clause by doing that movie Argentina. Right. You know, oh, and everything. Okay. The truth of the matter is, you look at it. There, you know, you get rid of her, you bring someone else in to, you know, fill her role, but you can pay them about a third of what she was making because she was a veteran in this. She's also now an Oscar winner. Um, yes, they Disney just got rid of Marvel Entertainment CEO Ike Perlmutter earlier this week. Oh yeah, laid him off. Right. You know, and are rolling Marvel Entertainment into different Disney segments. Oh, you know, oh yeah. That, I, I mean, basically, it's you know. It's the Wild West out there. Well, the thing about it, too, it's like, I mean, in our own lifetime, we've seen newspapers basically become obsolete because of technology. We've seen, you know, the, uh, the music business change because of a smartphone. And, and, and right. it's just yeah. all these emerging streaming services and everything. It's it's really, I mean, it's a money thing. It's a tech, it, it, YouTube, all these different factors are just playing a role where it, it is like the wild west. At this point, there is nothing really predictable. You can't say ten years from now it's going to be this. We have we have no clue. We don't know what it's going to be like coming into the next season twelve months from now. Which is interesting because it's uh, and, and, and even the fact that movie theaters are kind of coming to you know they're no. dying. I hate to say it. There so it's just it's becoming a niche thing. You know, it's weird. I, th my hope is that at the end of this thing, what's going to actually emerge is that the great stories will will be the thing that rises out of that only because that's the only thing that can endure. I mean, you know, I don't know. That's yeah. what else lasts among us that, you know, so. But even to... if you look at the changing, you know, geopolitical uh, aspect of society, how many of the great stories are even, you know, regarded as anything more than a parable that doesn't really fit anymore? Wow. Gosh, we're, we're getting really heavy here at the end of. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like. But I, it is I, a lot to think about. You know, There's just. The yeah. world has to evolve. And if you. If you don't evolve with it, you're going away. Okay. Weird. Boy, a very thought-provoking, you guys, and I don't even know that I feel that good about it, but it doesn't matter. The show's over. We're out of time. So until next week, <laughs> was that for an abrupt <laughs> ending there? Take right. that, Bad Batch. All right. Until yeah. next week, we are the Geek Patrol, and I am Joe Thorderson. I'm Alan Gilbreth. I'm Maximilian. And I am Brandon Olmster, reminding all of you out there that are listeners that you're the worst batch.